Good morning and welcome to Morning Prayer on Tuesday the 25th of May. We have today Psalm 133, Job 2 and Romans 1, starting at verse 18 to the end of chapter 1. O Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. The night has passed and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and might. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. So Psalm 133. Behold how good and pleasant it is to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious oil upon the head running down upon the beard, even on Aaron's beard running down upon the collar of his clothing. It is like the dew of Hermon running down upon the hills of Zion, for there the Lord has promised his blessing, even life for evermore. Mercy and truth are met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Grant to your people, good Lord, the spirit of unity that they may dwell together in your love and so bear to the world the ointment of your healing and the dew of your blessing, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Now today is the first anniversary of the death of George Floyd. He was, I'm sure you remember, murdered by a white police officer and subsequently found guilty on all three charges brought against him. He knelt on George Floyd's neck for nine minutes, and Floyd told him several times that he could not breathe, and then Floyd died. The result of the trial was hailed as justice by some, but someone said that this is not justice, but accountability. Justice would be that it never happened in the first place. Now, our prayer today for the psalm is, Lord, grant a spirit of unity that we may dwell in God's love and live in unity, bearing healing and blessing. A place where mercy and truth meet, where righteousness and peace kiss. Behold how good and pleasant it is to dwell together in unity. So Lord, let racism wither and die, and let justice reign. So now the Old Testament reading today. is uh, Job 2. So we started the, the book of Job yesterday and today 
We're on Job 2. One day the heavenly beings came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them to present himself before the Lord. The Lord said to Satan, Where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord, From going to and forth on to and fro on the earth, and from walking up and down on it. The Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, who fears God and turns away from evil. He still persists in his integrity, although you incited me against him to destroy him for no reason. Then Satan answered the Lord, skin for skin. All that people have they will give to save their lives. But stretch out your hand now and touch his bone and his flesh and he will curse you to your face. The Lord said to Satan, very well, he is in your power, only spare his life. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and inflicted loathsome sores on Job from the sole of his foot to the crown of his head. Job took a potsherd with a witch to scrape himself and sat among the ashes. Then his wife said to him, Do you still persist in your integrity? Curse God and die. But he said to her, You speak as any foolish woman would speak. Shall we receive the good at the hand of God and not receive the bad? In all this, Job did not sin with his lips. Now when Job's three friends heard of all these troubles that had come upon him, each of them set out from his home. Eliphaz the Temanite, Bildad the Shuite, and Zophar the Namathite. They met together to go and console and comfort him. When they saw him from a distance, they did not recognise him, and they raised their voices and wept aloud. They tore their robes and threw dust in the air upon their heads. They sat with him on the ground for seven days and seven nights, and no one spoke a word to him, for they saw that his suffering was very great. So Job in yesterday's reading lost all his possessions and his family. Yet he continued to bless the Lord. Today he loses his health and his wife urges him to curse God. Yet Job refuses. Shall we receive good and not bad? He says of God. Do we thank and celebrate uh, God for the good and then blame him for the bad. J Job knew two things. God is good and that he gives and takes away. He is worthy of praise and blessing even when we don't understand. Now Romans 1, starting at verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and wickedness of those who by their wickedness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them, because God has shown it to them. Ever since the creation of the world, his eternal power and divine nature, invisible though they are, have been understood and seen through things he has made. 
so they are without excuse. For they knew God, they did not honour him as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking and their senseless minds were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and they exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling a mortal human being or birds or four-footed animals or reptiles. Therefore, God gave them up in the lusts of their hearts to impurity, to the degrading of their bodies among themselves, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them up to degrading passions. Their women exchanged natural intercourse for unnatural and in the same way, also the men, giving up natural intercourse with women, were consumed with passion for one another. Men committed shameless acts with men and received in their own persons the due penalty for their error. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind and to things that should not be done. They were filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, covetousness, malice, Full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, craftiness. They are gossips, slanderers, God-haters, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, rebellious towards parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. They know God's decree that those who practice such things deserve to die. Yet they not only do them, but even applaud those who practice them. So Paul is introducing his thesis of what he has learned about God. And there are three things here. Firstly, God makes himself known. Secondly, the world is full of temptations to worship other gods, with a little g, exchange truth for a lie. And thirdly, that these lies lead to actions not of God that drive a wedge between God and us. And it's not just the doing of these things, but it's encouraging and applauding these things and allowing them to happen in others unchallenged. So he is worthy of praise and blessing, even when we don't fully understand and the world tempts us elsewhere. Now the collect for today when we remember St. Bede. God, our maker, whose son Jesus Christ gave your servant Bede grace to drink in with joy the word that leads us to know you and to love you. In your goodness grant that we also may come at length to you, the source of all wisdom, and stand before your face. Through Jesus Christ, your son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. 
Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.